Doctor. Let's connect to Father Obika over there in Umawobe. Hello. Hi, good morning, Father Obika. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for um, connecting with us. So what is happening in Umawobe? Are people staying at home? Uh, well, uh, I think everyone is aware of the pandemic, the problem we are facing now. Uh, there is enough sensitization here in the community where I live, even in the church, and some individuals, some uh, groups are also going around to sensitize the people. They are aware of what we are facing. But then, people are not really staying at home. Apart from the churches that are closed, people are not staying at home. People are going about their normal business. Uh, if you go to the market, people are there. If you walk along the road, you see people. People are even going to farm. And I think that uh, there is a cause for this. Uh, people are complaining that there is no food to eat. Sitting at home without food is very dangerous, so they really have to go out and uh, look for something to eat. Okay, is there anyone whom you're with there that we can speak to to find out why this person isn't staying at home? Is there anyone we can speak to directly? Okay, uh, I have a, a student here, a young boy. I think he can speak for students why they are not staying at home. Hello? Hello, yes. good morning. Hi, good morning. What's your name? My name is Emmanuel. Okay, Emmanuel. I understand that you are a student. Yes. Uh, the, the schools have been closed. So why is it that uh, you are still not staying at home? It's because they closed the school, so they may not have something doing at home. So some of them may hang around the state. Okay, so students hang around the school because they do not have anything they are doing at home? Yes. Oh, interesting. But why are you not staying at... Are you at home currently? Yes. You are at home. Okay, you live where the father lives. Yes. Okay, interesting. Okay, uh, thank you for sharing that with us. Father Obika. Thank you. Uh, thank you, too. So you're saying, um, before before I let you go further, you're saying that in Umawobe, people are continuing with their daily business? Yes, because uh, I think that uh, one of the things that we really keep people at home is provision, basic needs, provision of basic needs. If you come to the community, there is no electricity, there is no pipe on water, and people are hungry. It is not really easy uh, to stay at home without these basic necessities of life. So I think that the government should do something about that so that people can really stay at home. All right. Thank you so much, Father Obika, for sharing that with us. Provision of basic needs, which are our rights, and that's something we've been, we've been hammering on. We never knew that there would be a time like this when we'll be asked to stay at home, and uh, we need some of these things to, to comfortably stay at home so we can stay safe water food electricity all relevant at this point we are also uh we're going to connect to okwele okwele in onuimo and find out uh, if people are staying at home 
we okay so uh, this person is uh, he's on another call we'll try to connect again but when we spoke to Victor from Onimo yesterday we realized that uh, the people there in Onimo are not taking are not taking uh, the the issue seriously they still believe that this is not for them it's not going to happen to them so let's uh, connect with uh, Victor again today and find out in as much as people do not believe that this might happen to them are they staying at home connecting to victor hello victor okay all right uh, we're connecting now hello good morning victor uh, good morning to you yeah you're welcome to the show how is okwele this morning Okay, so we're talking about the stay-at-home order, and uh, we just got off uh, from uh, Umawobe. So we want to know if people are staying at home in Okwele. Uh, the compliance is uh, partial of a, of a sort. They are complying partially because, uh, according to how I realize, some of them uh, we, are, we, are, we are complaining about uh, not having sufficient food. So you know most. Most of the rural dwellers here, they are basically people that uh, earn on daily basis. So it's like they have been exhausted for all this period that they are staying at home. So okay. that's their major complaint for now. Okay. Is there anyone you are currently there with that we can speak with? Yeah, exactly. I have a lady here with me. Yeah. She will speak in the, in the vernacular. Okay. That's no problem. All right. Okay. Let me give you the vision. All right. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Melody. 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 I'm from Neverego from Nigeria. Eh, government of Neverego. Makamu am. Now we don't need Neverego. Man, I am for Oyaba. I am. Okay. Then I find a bone in Molo. And the police go for that. I saw Bunaya. Mau, I am a Koshinaka. Koshinaka and they be lying. Harish, I am Okon. I never go no Okon. Go for that. I am a ไอ้เกเรไพรส์เยกุโมชัยนาคาโซไฮนาปาสเทบาอืมโซไทโนเคไทโนนาเคไคไทอ่าวันเอโอเบเรเอไบเนราเฮเอบาไคโนเคไท
So that's the update from uh, Okwele in Onimo. You've heard from the people. Some people are staying at home. Some people are not complying because they, according to them, they need to get food to eat. They need to keep up the hustle. So we are going to go to um, a few states. We are going to Lagos State where we realize that uh, the number of local cases are now increasing higher than the number of uh, cases reported by people who are coming into the country, people who, have, who recently came into the country. Uh, we're going to check the com- compliance level in, in Lagos State. Are people staying at home? Let's connect with uh, Olivia, who is a journalist over there in Lagos State. Hi, Camille. Thank you very much for this question. It's a very important one. Down, I would say that when it started, there was there was compliance. When it started, it was people obeyed it. The government said stay at home so that we try to flatten the curve of this virus so that it doesn't affect Nigeria the way that it has affected other countries. So the first week, there was a lot of people staying back home. People didn't go to work. I haven't gone physically to work since even before the lockdown. But when it started, that first week I went out. Didn't not to work just to see what it was like, and the road was empty. There were blocks even you couldn't drive from the mainland to the island because you'd be stopped and checked and the rest. So it started really well. The concern really is with the compliance level. It's been a couple of days, almost ten days since the lockdown order was given. So you find that for very many reasons. People aren't obeying that as they should. Uh, my in-law d- drove yesterday to Badagri and when he came back, his experience was that a lot of people were out and uh, it didn't look as, as though that people were complying as much as they should have. Now, this is for many reasons. I haven't gone to work and I know a couple of people across board who, a couple of companies, multinational, local, who haven't opened up since the lockdown order was. Now they cannot open, right? Because there's a lockdown order for 14 days, they cannot open. But that's people on a certain level. So the other people, that's people who work daily, the people who have to feed their families daily, the people who who probably go hungry they don't go out. Those people are the ones who are going, who are who are going out, who are going to the market, who are doing their work. Because it's difficult to convince them. It's, it's, it's difficult to make them understand why they have to stay home for 14 days right so they obeyed the first week because well let's see what this is going to be let's see how it's going to look but eventually i think they got tired of 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 
of the order because they don't have a full understanding of, of why they should. I understand what happens if I go out, for example. I understand how, uh, apart from putting other people at risk, I am also at risk. I understand that if I went to the office that I'll be putting the entire building at risk. But people like that don't understand. I think that's where the, the, there's a failure, a failure to carry everybody along. Right. We knew, I expected personally that the order might not be 100% obeyed, but there was also, but that was a disconnect that could be filled by government explaining to people, explaining to the regular people why it was important, what the lockdown was supposed to achieve. So I think that eventually they did, there wasn't a proper understanding of that and there wasn't, and that gap wasn't filled. So people started to uh, go out. Do they understand that it helps reduce spread? I don't think there's a proper understanding of that. I do because, well, every day I, I get the information from work i understand how staying home will will help reduce the spread but for the people and I, just this morning i was reading about families even before the lockdown who said how do i feed my family if i don't go out how do i how how do we survive if we don't go out we don't have water we don't have electricity we can't even stock up we can't afford to stock up for the two weeks so i would say that when 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 the when the order was given people obeyed but now they're not complying as much as as much as we need them to and that in itself is Initially, in Lagos State, people were complying, and then currently they are not complying uh, from the reports we got there uh, by Olivia. So we are going to Abia State to find out what's happening. Are people responding to, are, are they complying with the stay-at-home order? Take a listen. Endings. I can say that there is no total commitment from the people as we see them skeletally move around uh, in search of whatever they are looking for. And of course, we also see a situation where uh, private vehicle owners now use it as a means of transportation and also making money. And of course, relatively, one can say that Okada is... Uh, more or less rearing his ugly head in Umwaiha Metropolis as they can convey you from a place called Isikot into uh, uh, around Uchenda Junction for the sum of 200 Naira, something that is usually uh, 15 Naira. And that is it. And of course, in Aba, there are reports also that uh, people are moving. Police are uh, now appealing to the people. Sometimes the people now revolt, you know, as a form of protest that there is no need being at home when there is uh, no electricity and, of course, uh, uh, food at home and other things like that. So uh, they are not making commitment at all 
to this um, issue. And of course, on the side of the police, there are allegations that those uh, stationed at the state borders now uh, receive one kind of bribe or the other uh, in the sum of 2,000 naira to allow people from other states to come into the state. And if that is true, it means that the aim of uh, uh, shutting down the state borders is defeated already and of course if care is not taken that's another way of jeopardizing the entire effort of the government I don't know what uh, the government have been able to do about that particular uh, allegation of police and uh, bribery at the state borders but then uh, we cannot confidently say that the city at home or uh, shelter in place as introduced by the United States government is comprehensively adhered to. From my personal findings, I can say that there is no total commitment from the people as we see them skeletally move around uh, in search of whatever they are looking for. And of course, we also see a situation where uh, private vehicle owners now use it as a means of transportation and also making money. And of course, relatively, one can say that Okada is uh, more or less rearing his ugly head in Umwaya Metropolis as they can convey you from a place called Isikot into uh, uh, around Uchenna Junction for the sum of 200 Naira, something that is usually uh, 15 Naira. And that is it. And of course, in Aba, there are reports also that uh, people are moving. Police are uh, now appealing to the people. Sometimes the people now revolt, you know, as a form of protest that there is no need being at home when there is uh, no electricity and, of course, uh, uh, food at home and other things like so it seems to be something similar from what we heard over there, over here in Okwele Imo State and uh, um, at Umu uh, Awobe. Thank you so much, Emmanuel from Abja State, for sharing that report with us. Well, let's go to Akwaibom State. Uh, Akwaibom recorded five cases, and uh, the day it was announced, I remember, uh, you know, some sort of. Um, rejection of the results you know the government saying oh we heard this on the news you know so there was <laughs> there was some sort of um back and forth in a quibum state before people you know decided to obey the orders by the government but let's find out if they are really complying now or they are depending on the blood of jesus to save them let's listen to rose so right here in Akwaibum, the lockdown is uh, is a very funny one. Some people call it audio lockdown, but this is what's happening right now. Civil servants are home. Some private companies that are not providing essential services, their you know their offices are shut. For those who are providing essential services, what I have noticed is that they try to reduce the number of persons who are working this time. Now for transporters, um, yeah, the road is not as busy, but this is where the problem is between the hours of five and five and seven we see a lot of movement i get to the office i have to leave the house very early so when i'm going to work i see that 
there's some increased movement on the road the kekes you know the minibuses and i even see interstate travel you know like you know the um smaller taxes you know going to nearby towns and all of that so um people aren't really sitting at home people aren't sitting at home these people are going out and then when you talk with them they tell you what are they staying at home to do they need to feed the traffickers say every day is a day for them to hustle if they don't feed they can't if they don't um hustle rather they can't feed their families and so st- staying at home without palliatives is not something that they would do they're asking the government for palliatives but just yesterday the government did say the state government did say they would provide rice gari and flour for the people now these items are items supposedly from the flour mills from the agari processing um, plants and also from the um, rice farm we have um, a rice company in Akwaibom by the state government so that's exactly what the government says uh, that's where they're getting these items from now with these items as palliatives number one concern would be will it get to everyone and there's a clause to this because it has to be distributed via village heads you know you have to go to your village and all of that so if there's no movement in the town if you don't let people move how do people get to their villages to get these things so that's basically what it is so right now in Akaibum the major reason these people are walking on the streets some mini markets are open I even hear that um, one of the major yeah I think two of the major markets um, the markets themselves are not open but by the by the markets people are selling and because of these prices have gone up so yes people are still hustling people are still going out and then you have to also think about the fact that those who are are home also have to go out to buy things um, we have to go to the market to buy things not everybody was able to stock up and all of that for instance myself on sunday i was very shocked i was coming back from the office i wanted to get something by the roadside and the driver said oh this particular market by this place is open and then i said let me go there out of curiosity discovering that well the market was in full force people were selling those guys didn't even act as if nothing was happening i mean it was a sunday market so it was half full but the market was going on and then the police the police um, you know, were there, they weren't doing anything, they weren't stopping people from selling, neither were they stopping from buying. So that's that's where we now ask the question, what kind of lockdown are we observing in a Quibum? Now if you uh, if you also want to dig deeper I'm going to talk to people why they're not observing this lockdown. I have discovered that so many persons in Akwaibum still do not believe that coronavirus is a big deal. That coronavirus is in Akwaibum. They, they tell you, I beg, it's for the big men, it's for the rich people. Are we not getting money now? That kind of thing happened. And they also bring, oh God, we're covered with the blood of Jesus. Nothing can happen to us. So you see where it stands. They think it's for the big man. And for those who even say, okay, let's agree there is coronavirus, uh, they say they're covered by the blood of Jesus so, so they are perfectly safe that's that's, in, that's the mentality right now and even when these care drivers um, this um, minibuses carry people they don't observe whatever social distancing um, method we have told we have been told by the government to observe they still carry the number of persons and we see also that when they get to these um, when they get to the, the, the police checkpoints the, the, the barricades and all of that we have seen some, you know, exchange of uh, uh, hair. So we, <laughs> we've seen that. We've seen that sometimes these men have to pay their way. They have to give the police something small, you know, for them to pass. So that is what happens. And that is what is happening right now. So right here in the Kwaibunga.
So that is what is happening currently in Akwaibo. So there was uh, a chart released uh, by National Geographic, right? So during the 1918 pandemic, cities that ordered social distancing measures later and for shorter periods, like they ordered it late and then they observed it for a really short period, um, experienced high spikes in deaths and uh, higher overall death rates. But then cities that ordered social distancing measures sooner and for longer periods usually slowed the infections and lowered overall death rates, uh, which is why this is important. But we'll connect with uh, the WHO Imo State Director, Dr. Sebastian Oku, so that he would explain to us what happens when you stay at home how it reduces the spread of covid 19 and what the government can do to ensure that people comply with the stay at home order good morning dr sebastian yeah good to have you on the show thank you uh, it's a good job you people have done so far. We appreciated you this morning and would continue to appreciate you for the job well done so far. Thank you. All right, so um, we've spoken to a lot of people. We've also gone to Lagos State, and I think that people started complying initially, you know, with the stay-at-home order, and then after a while, uh, they become became non-compliant. And here in Imo State, uh, we spoke to some persons in Okwele and uh, Umuawobe. We realized that people are actually going to markets. Uh, they are going out to get food to eat. They are going out to hustle because, they, according to what they told us, they do not have the basic needs provided for them. But why is you know, staying at home important? Thank you very much, Camille. Um, Imo people, good morning. Please, the stay-at-home order is not a punitive measure against anybody, but it is a well-thought-out strategy to break the community transmission of the coronavirus pandemic. When people stay at home, they are not likely to pick the infection from those who are infected who may be outside. Secondly, when somebody who is not feeling well probably has the infection, stays at home, that person is also not infecting people who are outside. So the stay at home order is a well thought out strategy. And I want to appeal to our people to please heed that advice. Coronavirus is real. Two occasions to stay at home. When you're feeling well and when you're not feeling well. Hello, Dr. Seb? Yes. Yes, go ahead. Okay. So, what, um, from yes, we understand the importance now, uh, but what more uh, should the government do to probably enable people to understand and to make it easier for people to comply to this order. Okay, thank you very much. I know the reason um, a lot of people want to go out is probably to get some some food because we are not used to 
having to stock up our houses with, with food for, for a long period of time. There are many challenges to that. Yeah, but what the government can do and what the government is doing is to allow for a period when people could go to the market and get whatever they need. Now, several states are adopting um, um, different strategies. There are those that have asked their people to sell whatever they want to sell, you know, just in front of their houses. And people know who sells what, so they can go there and get whatever they want. But I just read a release by the Honorable Commissioner for Information for Imo State this morning uh, that um, today um, the government will allow the market to open. No, tomorrow, tomorrow. Friday, mm -hmm. which is Good Friday, that the government will allow the market to open and then people can go to the market and buy up things to use for the Easter. And then on Saturday, the lockdown will kick in again. So it's not like government is trying to punish people, but it is, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is an instruction which we all have to adhere to. Now, the way to enforce it is, one, by using the security agencies, just like it's being done uh, all, all, all over Nigeria. But the other thing is, even as the security agencies are there, we want people to cooperate with this day as of order. So I want to urge you more like tomorrow the government has been magnanimous enough to ask us to go out tomorrow and do our shopping. So can we go out tomorrow, possibly with our face mask, and go to buy those things that we need to buy, and then let's go at home and stay at home. All so right. Thank you so much. Contract the disease. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Sebastian, for sharing this with us on the show. Thank you. Oh, we're about to wrap it up on the show this morning. I see that uh, you've been calling. There's a particular number that has been calling. I do not know what you want to share with us on the show, but it's time for uh, me to wrap it up. Remember, the government has said tomorrow you can you know, go out and get food stuff. But as you're doing that, make sure you practice all of the measures that you, we've been preaching. When you get back, wash your hands properly with soap and running water. If you do not have running water, tell somebody while you wash your hands, right? And uh, Dr. Dr. Sebastian said, if possible, if you have a mask, right? If you have a mask, you can you know, go out with the mask as you're shopping tomorrow. And that one, I'm mad, I can't push you now. It's not a time to struggle or argue or with some mother. So it's not the time to do that as you go out to shop tomorrow. Remember, it's your responsibility to keep yourself safe and to keep the people around you safe. Thank you once again to all our health workers, to those at the state's Imo State Ministry of Health, to the people we saw on the streets fumigating the streets. Uh, that's not an easy job, but you're doing it. Thank you for all you do. Thank you to the Imo State um, COVID-19 uh, Task Force, the committee, Professor Maurice Iwu, Dr. Kirian Durewuru, Dr. Kingsley Achibu, Professor Isaiah Ibe, and Dr. Austin Okeji. We appreciate all of the things that you have done to protect Imolite and you're still doing to protect Imolite from contracting COVID-19. Thank you so much, DJ Extreme, for making this possible. And to the reporters, we called Victor from Onimo. Thank you. Father Obika from Umawobe, thank you. And uh, from Lagos, Olivia, thank you. From Abia State, Emmanuel, thank you. And from Akwaibom, Rose. Certified, Camille is my name. At 12 o'clock, our page in English news, Nigeria Today, will be up. Stay tuned. <laughs>